Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Thriller Podcast. Today, we're talking Pokemon game released on Ethereum blockchain, Coinbase acquires Paradex, and finally, in our main topic, we're discussing inside look into CoinMarketCap.com. That's right, Thriller Podcast, starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Car Gonzalez, broadcasting from Austin, Texas, via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. It's time for the news. 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 Thriller with Car Gonzalez. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of Thriller Podcast. Today is May 23rd, 2018. Coinbase acquires Paradex and set to offer DEX crypto trading to customers outside the U.S. Coinbase is stepping it up. That's right. They are taking their little ship and they went sailing and that sailing brought them back some fruit. And that fruit is Paradex. <laughs> so they're adding a peer to peer service that utilizes the zero X protocol as a DEX. It offers users the ability to trade cryptos directly from their wallets rather than using centralized services like Coinbase, Gemini, etc. All that stuff. It's very similar to what Stellar Term uses. If you guys aren't sure about that, go check out Stellar.org. They have all the information on that decentralized exchange. It's pretty sweet. Um, so that's what it seems like it's going to be. They also announced that uh, GDAX is going away. I know. They're calling it Coinbase Pro. It's going to be relaunched, rebranded in June. Um, pretty cool, I guess. But we all know that I don't use <laughs> I don't use Coinbase just because I got tired of their shit. And their support is just terrible. If you guys don't know how – if you guys are new to crypto and you are using Coinbase, by all means – Keep doing it. If you love it, keep doing it. They've probably gotten better. I haven't used them in a really long time. But when we were using them last year and years before that, I just never trusted them. And they just lost my support. So I use Gemini these days. And Gemini seems to be working just fine for me. And I'm sure a lot of other people out there use Gemini as well. And I'm happy there. So I have no reason to move. But Coinbase is adding some stuff, and it looks like it's trying to get some institutional investors into their platform, and that could definitely work for them because they haven't been they haven't been uh, treated like crap like we have in the past. Anyways, Circle adds new feature allowing newbies to buy the market. What does that mean, newbies? Well, apparently there's some crypto newbies that are going to be entering the space this year. We all know we've all been a newbie at some point or another. I remember back when I got started trading uh, Bitcoin for cash and PayPal and all that kind of stuff on localbitcoin.com and being scammed. <laughs> and, you know, and then I'm like, what? How do I buy Bitcoin? And then I figured it out. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. I can buy Bitcoin on local Bitcoin. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah, we've all been there. We know what it's like. But Circle and the Circle app, investing app, they're making it really easy now. What they're what they're allowing people to do now is buy the market. And that what that means, they're going to allow users to buy seven assets all at once. Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash. Litecoin, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, Monero, and Zcash. And once they have all that money, let's like say they have $1,000, they put $1,000 into seven coins and it automatically goes into every single one of those assets. And you can do it on a regular basis too. The only thing I don't like about um, this Circle Investing app is that I can't withdraw any of my coins. So if I wanted to trade it to you know Bittrex or Binance or whatever, I wouldn't be able to. That's the only thing that sucks about it. Uh, but I think once they roll that stuff out, those features, I think it could be a good potential app. Right now, Abra it seems to be my, you know, place where I go, and Square, of course, and then Gemini. 
you guys know. You guys already know. And our last piece of news is pretty exciting. So it looks like Pokemon is going to show up on Ethereum. I know. Strange, right? So a version of the Pokemon games has been built on the Ethereum blockchain. The game uses Ethereum smart contracts to store the ownership of Pokemon in the game. The game features random encounters as a way for the players to capture Pokemon. The Pokemon will be captured with Pokeballs. The Pokeballs have to be bought in the in-game store with Ethereum. Starting price is at yeah, 5, yeah, 0.005 Ether for the basic ball, going all the way up to 0.15 Ether for a ball that is guaranteed to capture the Pokemon or what we like to call the Super Ball. The aim of the game is to fill the player's po- uh, Pokédex by capturing all the 151 different type of Pokemon present in the game. First person to capture 150 will be rewarded with the opportunity to capture the rare Pokemon Mew. I know, this is a lot of fun. So the developers also mentioned that they wouldn't be making the contents of the smart contract public, and that might be, have a negative consequence, but people say that we need to understand that a public contract is important to build trust among players, but we fear that publishing the contract could damage some parts of the gameplay. They also mentioned that they're not worried about getting sued because the guests, the Pokemon company, will have to run a 51% attack on the network. Oh my God, that's so good. That's so good for all these different reasons. <laughs> Anyways, with all that, Let's go ahead and jump into our interesting video of the day. Let's do it. Cars, interesting video of the day. Oh, yeah. We all know that we have this one guy who just keeps coming back for more and more and more. I'm not talking about John McAfee. <laughs> I'm talking about Ashton Kutcher. This guy just, when it comes to tech, he just swarms it. He inhabits it and he becomes it. So apparently, I think Ripple is up to a new game plan. They just have Ashton Kutcher go on Ellen recently and drop some Ripple XRP into her lap. That's right. I think what's going on is you have Ripple paying Ashton Kutcher to be their spokesman or something. Who knows? Check this out. So we do this thing called Sound Ventures. We invest in tech companies. And so we found this very interesting tech company called Ripple that we're going to invest in, right? Okay. What is Ripple? So Ripple is basically a platform to allow people to transfer money from bank account to bank account, person to person, really securely, really simply, really quickly. Uh Okay. So... We found this company, we thought it was really, really interesting, and it runs on this stuff called XRP, which is a cryptocurrency, but basically it's just a way to get value from here to there, okay? So we're meeting with these folks, and they're explaining to us, the, the, the people who run it, this guy Chris Larson and a guy named Brad Garlinghouse, and they run it, and they're talking about the ethic of this company and this platform, and how they actually really care about being an ethical company and, and giving po- a portion of this platform away to people that are doing good in the world. Mm-hmm. So it was around the exact same time that I ran into you on the beach and you told me about this amazing birthday gift that you got from Porsche. Uh, and, that, and you explained to me that if you weren't doing this, that what you would be working on is that project, right? Yeah, I would be saving the gorillas, yes. You would be saving the gorillas and everybody knows about this thing. So, but you never ask anyone for anything ever. And you said, at some point, I'm gonna need some help with this. And I said, uh, you're asking me for help. You never ask anyone for help ever. And at the same time, you called him. It was on your birthday. You called me on your birthday. I was like, wow, she's calling me on her birthday. Is everything okay? And you wanted to share with me this incredible story, uh, the gift of a lifetime that Portia gave you. And I promised you on that call that I'd 
be there to help you. And we are brothers, and we're here to help you. And so we talked to Chris and Brad, and we said, there's this amazing human being. And all they ever do is think about other people they can give to. Whether it's in New Orleans, whether it's in Montecito, whether it's the people that come here, the people out there, you're always thinking about everyone else. And we wanted to show you that people are thinking about you. So, on behalf of Ripple, we'd like to give you $4 million. Usually people come out with the big giant check and do the like big giant check thing, but we can actually transfer it into Rwandan francs right now, right here. And all we have to do is push this button and it's in your account. Do you want to push it? You want me to push I it? I would like to push it. <laughs> I'd like to push it real good. <laughs> Bingo. We love you. All right. Oh my God. That was the most amazing thing. Thank you. I love you both so much. You know that. And uh, uh, and I love Ripple. Who, who, uh, thank you. Thank you, Ripple, for doing this. And and now uh, everybody knows how to. You can just send money easily like that. I, what a great thing. I, thank you so much. I I love you both. And I thank Mark Wahlberg and uh, and and. You guys, and uh, have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you, uh, or I'll see you tomorrow. I don't know what day it is. Uh, have a great vacation. Uh, yeah, be kind to of one another. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's genius, man. Um, <laughs> when I saw that, I couldn't believe it. We all know that Ellen uh, explained Bitcoin maybe about a month ago or a month or two ago, where she talked about Bitcoin to her audience and explained it to her. And she actually did a really good job, and she made it funny and captivating and really sucked you in as, as a viewer, right? So um, it's very interesting to see that Ripple has gone the celebrity route and it makes sense uh they, just last week they had a party in new york and they invited snoop dogg and he was there to perform their own little ripple party and now we're seeing them with ashton kutcher here and, and, and it's all for a good cause as well too and not only are you attracting new investors but you're 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 talking to the mainstream um viewership there with ellen and it makes sense. It's really smart. And we all know this institutional money is going to be headed into this space here in June. And when that happens, holy crap, just as long as the SEC doesn't come in and say XRP is not a, an asset or or is not a currency or however they're going to divvy up these things, if they allow Ripple to be traded and to be purchased, you know, just like Bitcoin and Ethereum and Ethereum Classic and Bitcoin Cash and all these other, you know, cryptocurrencies, sky's the limit for it. It, it really is. And I feel like um, this is a big step in that direction. And you can kind of see their PR plan being played out right now. Honestly, the way it looks like to me, they're going to rebrand Ripple. But before they do that, they're going to start, you know, interacting with these celebrities and they're going to get them to, you know, not promote it, 
but because it, what he did wasn't promoting it. He was just telling him about he he barely mentioned that they're a crypto. You know, he said it in like in a minute sentence. But what they recognize is the name of the of the brand, the Ripple brand, right? So now when people are like, oh, I've heard of Ripple before. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, that's a company that was on Ellen, you know, and they're gonna they're gonna look to that as a as a good buy. It's all it's all PR and it, and it works flawlessly. It really does. And you know, this stuff you can't plan out. You really can't. It's just it, they have whoever their PR director. They're doing a hell of a job uh, because they're rolling this stuff out in a small way, but it's it's working. And we all know that there's there's rumors of some big companies working with Ripple just as a payment solution, you know, company, just just to handle their payments. And those big companies have been rumored if it were if it was released, man, that would be big. You know, that'd be really big. I'm sure there's NDAs signed and everything that they can't talk about it. But if that was released, that would pump the coin so hard. I'm just saying, guys, this is why I I, I wanted to do a second look on Ripple this week. Um, I didn't foresee this happening with Ellen, that's for sure. But I did see I did see this coming, this whole uh, PR PR rollout coming. And, and I, you know, all this stuff, it's, it's very much looking like this is all coordinated really well. And it's done flawlessly, honestly. They're doing a great job. Um, then again, we'll see. I don't know. I do, I do know one thing. I, I think we're going to see some really big gains from XRP this year and from Ripple. I just as a company, they're killing it right now. They're killing it. With that, let's get into coin talk. That's right. Let's do it. It is time. Everything you have been waiting for. Coin talk. All right, it's time for Coin Talk, my favorite part of the day. Seriously, one of my favorite parts of the day. I really enjoy doing Coin Talk and talking coin. I, I just I just love it. Um, I got a lot of stories to tell you. But before we jump into them, I got to mention a couple things. Thank you so much for all the people who have been signing up to the Thriller Army newsletter. Woohoo! We're at 15. I know, that doesn't sound like a lot. But five of you people are going to receive... 50 to 100 free coins just for being a part of the Thriller Army newsletter. And that's happening in seven days. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. I know. That's a lot of money, especially if, if uh, Bitcoin and everything moons, you know, if everything goes up, man, I'm sending out a lot of crypto for free. Gosh, I'm, I'm so glad I just did it once a month. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, if you have signed up, you are your chances are pretty good. Because I don't think I don't think anybody else is going to sign up. Apparently, people don't use email anymore, you know. But um, the way I look at it, I, you know, I've been wanting to do a newsletter for the longest time, and I've always wanted to put my thoughts into words. And this is a good way for me to start doing that, you know. And it keeps me accountable, you know. So that's another thing I like about it. But if you guys want to sign up and get a chance to do it, your odds are pretty good right now because there's only 15. So uh, five, you have a one in three chance. Pretty good. Next up, I want to mention Blockchain Expo. That's right. We're headed to the Blockchain Expo next month in Amsterdam. It's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to all the food that's over there. <laughs> you know, there's so many, there's so much good food here in, in, in Austin. Like there's a, there's a lot, if you guys never been to Austin, there's so many good spots to eat. Like, and there's all different types of flavors and stuff, but I've heard the same thing of Amsterdam. 
I'm very interested to try their cuisine over there in, in the Netherlands. I'm very interested to see like what kind of delicacies they have, you know, what they're known for, stuff like that. I think it'll be cool. If you guys want to head over there, by all means, go to blockchain-expo.com slash Europe, and you can you can go over there and check out all the speakers that are going to be talking there. If you guys are hanging out there and if you guys are near that area because we're a worldwide podcast, we have people listening all over the place. Seriously, we do. And if you guys are near there and you can get to the Blockchain Expo in Amsterdam next month in June, late June, 28th, 29th, meet, meet me. It'll be fun. We'll talk crypto. We'll, uh, we'll walk across the Blockchain Expo floor. Uh, we'll interview all these interesting people getting involved with these blockchain projects. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And then they're going to have all these classrooms where you can learn some stuff. It's going to be so much fun. Next up, we got Blockchain and Decentralized Tech Super Summit. That's coming up in November. Yeah. That's the place where I'm trying to get them to let me speak. Um, haven't gotten a yes yet. I'm still waiting. I'm hoping they're going to say yes. If they did, man, whoo. If they did, I promise I will do my best to record it so you guys can see me, you know, make uh, an ass of myself. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I would seriously, I would probably do it like the way I do the podcast. Just be very like, you know, professional and journalistic how I always do it. <laughs> no, I, I would be a jokester. I really would. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it too seriously. That's probably why they wouldn't let me go up there. But honestly, I would be respectful. You guys know I'm a respectful dude. And the last thing I want to mention... It's a free Stellar coin. That's right. I'm giving away free XLM coin to every person that leaves an iTunes review. How much, you might say? Well, I'm giving you five. That's right. Five XLM Stellar coins directly deposited into your wallet. I know. Just for leaving an iTunes review. Trust me. This, this offer won't last for long. <laughs> How serious. Because when it gets towards the end of the year and it's like three bucks, two bucks, or whatever, you know, we might have to drop that. We might have to drop that a little lower. But the way I look at it is if you get in now and you leave an iTunes review and then you get like one of your friends to leave an iTunes review and then somebody else and you you keep it before you know, you have like, you have like 30 Stellar Coins just for like putting a little, you know, elbow grease, finger grease into those palms of yours and typing out a, an iTunes review. It's easy, easy crypto money, the way I look at it. Just wanted to remind you guys, if you do do that, make sure you post it inside the Discord. Don't send it to my email. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to see all of them in my email. It'd just be a, it'd be a lot of work. Just make it easy for me. Put it in the Discord. I'll look at it. Put your address there and I'll send you out some coin right away. Or at least, at least a couple hours. Wait a couple hours because I have to get off of work and stuff. And then I have to drive home. Yeah. Anyways, with that, let's go ahead and get into our main note. Our main note. Our disclaimer. That's right. Our disclaimer. We have to we have to play our disclaimer every day because, you know, there's people out there like the SEC, you know, like uh, other crypto guys out there. <laughs> I forget their names. Uh, crypto Jack. Crypto Mary, Crypto Bobby, Crypto, uh, whatever, whatever their names are. I forget. There's so many crypto guys out there. They'll call you out on stuff if you don't if you don't play your disclaimer. Seriously, they will. They'll be like, "Hey, Car, I'm reporting you to the SEC, bro, because you're not you're not talking about playing a disclaimer before before your coin segments." Yeah, I know. 
I need to do that. I don't want to end up like Brian Kelly from uh, CNBC. <laughs> Anyways, with that, let's jump into our disclaimer now. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. Oh, I could totally tell the future. I could totally tell the future. What are you talking about, robot lady? I could totally tell the future. Just not this week. (laughs) Just not this week. So apparently... A lot of people are calling Blood Red out there. They're scared, man. You should hear them. There's nothing really out there that shows why it should have sold off. They're all over the place. They're just crying. They're yelling. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm over here like... It's a fucking thrill ride, and I love it. <laughs> no, seriously, guys, it's a fucking thrill ride. It's awesome. This is great. Now, a lot of you are probably like, man, car, you're so crazy. No, seriously, Bitcoin's at 7600 bucks. When are you going to be able to buy Bitcoin at $7,600? There's no fucking way I thought I was going to get this low ever again. People are predicting $7,500. People are predicting $6,500. Let me tell you one thing. There's absolutely no way Bitcoin's going to go lower than $6,000. It's just not going to happen. At that point, there's no use mining Bitcoin. Seriously. So don't let everybody else scare you into selling. Because there's really, when, when, crypto, when crypto gets like this, there's three things you can do. There's only three things you can do. You can sell like the rest of them. You can buy <laughs> like you should. Or you can hodl and not do anything. You know, me, I bought some Bitcoin today. I, I'm hodling. I'm not selling anything. There's absolutely nothing that I'm selling in, in my blockfolio today. It's just not going to happen. This is this is why we call it Thriller Podcast. It's an up and down, crazy ride, and we love every second of it. It's awesome. I, it, if you don't like these kind of, you don't, you can't take these kind of swings. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. This is just the way it is. I got so many. So many calls today from from family and friends. What's going on? What's going on? You said it was going to go up. It is. It is going to go up in May. May has had has been a very big month for crypto, and it was going that way. Consensus fucked it all up. But I still I still a believer that it can get back up. I don't I don't think we're going to stay in this whatever they're calling a bear market for very long. It's just not going to happen. There's far too many things happening outside this space. If anything, it looks more like it's a coordinated, you know, bag sell off and it's scaring everybody else to sell theirs as well. I'm not selling mine. I've been through this before. A lot of you have too. So don't don't get scared with the roller coaster. That is a thriller coin market cap. It's just it's just the way it is, you know? It's just the way it is. Uh we got Ethereum at 596. That's a that's a good buy right there for Ethereum. Got Ripple at 61 cents. I was so tempted to buy some more Ripple. After the Ellen news that I heard, but I, I said, you know what? Let me get some Bitcoin because <laughs> I'm going to be kicking myself later for not getting Bitcoin at $7,600. So I made sure to got some Bitcoin. Bitcoin Cash at $1,000. We got EOS at 11 bucks. A lot of people, my brother even called me today. He's like, hey, what's going on? You said EOS was going to go up. 
It is. It's going to go up. There's absolutely no way EOS is not going to pump here in the next seven days. That's not what happens in, in crypto. It, it, it happens the way it's supposed to happen. These things happen for a reason. It always pumps before there's a significant event that happens. And EOS is coming up to a significant event on the 31st of May. So I do not see EOS just staying put. I don't. I'm sorry, I don't. It, you know, it would be the first time in crypto history that something like this doesn't happen. I don't, I'm not going. I'm not betting against that. We got Litecoin at $121. We got Cardano at 20 cents. Cardano looks really good at 20 cents. I really am debating whether to get some of that. And Stellar at 28 cents. I already have more than enough. <laughs> more than enough Stellar. I think I'm good for Stellar right now. But I, I, I'm seriously debating get some more Cardano though at 20 cents. That's a good buy. Uh, I got Tron at seven cents. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here with Tron. Um, I was expecting Tron to, when I woke up this morning, I was expecting Tron to be the only one that was going to be up. Turned out it, it wasn't. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Tron. I'm watching it closely. Stay tuned to Twitter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send updates as I see Tron happening, unfolding. Um, we got IOTA at $1.54. We got NEO at $53. We got Dash at $3.45. Dash is killing it, man. They're doing a lot of good things out there in crypto land. I've just been reading a lot of stuff about Dash and um, very impressed. We're going to have to do a Dash show. It's just going to have to happen. Maybe we'll get Ken to come on here because he has a, actually has a Dash tattoo. Maybe he can tell us a little bit more info on Dash. It'd be cool. Got Monero at 173 bucks. We got NEM at $0.26. Cents. We got VeChain at $3.66. Got Ethereum Classic at $15.43. I'm not worried about Ethereum Classic. People already are saying that Ethereum Classic is going to be the next big crypto this year, just like kind of like Litecoin, how it was last year was a very small amount. It jumps up really high in price and everybody's happy for it. Um, eventually what's going to happen with uh, Vitalik and, or Vitalik, I'm sorry, I always call him Vitalik, but eventually what's going to happen with Vitalik and Ethereum is they're going to move away from proof of work. It's just, it's naturally going to happen. And those people that are like proof of work evangelists, they're going to have to move to Ethereum Classic. And that's where you're going to see even more money come into that space. So Ethereum Classic long-term makes really good sense. And if you can get it right now at 15 bucks, that's a solid move. Of course, it could keep going down, but long-term, long-term-wise, Ethereum Classic is a solid move because eventually Ethereum will move away from proof of work. And that'll just be the way it is. These are truths, I'm telling you. These are truths. Uh, we got Bitcoin at seven-tenths. Seven, no, seven, yeah, seven-tenths of a cent. Qtum at 13 bucks. We're going to do a Qtum episode next week. Hopefully it gets voted in. We got Zcash at 298. We got Oh My's Go at $11.04. We got Icon, Icon, Icon at $2.79. We got Lisk at $9.20. Got Bitcoin Go at 46 bucks. We got Decreed, Decred, Decreed at $105. We got... Uh, Ox, 0x. We need to take a look at that one. It's $1.32. It's up 15% on the day. It's doing swell. We got Verge. Oh my God. The amount of the amount of controversy going around on Verge today is just nuts. You know, I'm not ready to dive into it just yet. But I once I look at everything, I've already read up on what's going on with Verge. But once I really look into it, and I mean doing my own research, not just listening to what people are saying, but actually re- actually reading and finding out what's actually going on in Bitcoin and, and BitcoinTalk.org uh, and finding out what's actually there, then I'm going to come to my own little 
you know, conclusion of what I think. But um, until then, I'm not ready to release an official statement. <laughs> no, seriously, I, w- I want I, I hate I hate making off the cuff remarks, especially if I'm not well informed, especially when it comes to a crypto that I hate to say it, but I like, you know, it's just the truth. I like Verge. I can't help it. Some people like Bitcoin Cash Some people like Bitcoin. I like them both. And I like Verge, too. There's only really one coin that I don't like. And yeah, you already know what it is. It's just red coin. That's the only coin I don't like. Other coins I don't have a problem with at all. Just red coin. <laughs> it's the redheaded stepchild of cryptocurrency. <laughs> no, it's it's just naturally. I just don't like red coin. I got nano at you're now I'm gonna get all the red army on me now. We got nano at four dollars and forty-seven cents. We got Sia coin at one penny, stratus at five dollars and fifty-five fifty-four cents. We got WAN chain at four dollars and fifty-two cents. We got auger at forty-two dollars. Nice. We got way at $4.66. You got Golem at $0.47. Cents. And Bitcoin Private at $18. Dang, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Private went down a lot. Damn, it was it was pretty high a week ago. Well, a lot of crypto was high a week ago. A car. No, but this one, I felt like Bitcoin Private was pretty high a week ago. Dang, that's a, that's a nice fall. Uh, Digibyte at $0.03. Cents. Status at $0.09. Cents. We got Walton Chain at $10.54. We have... Basic attention token, BAT at 31 cents. It's climbing. Yeah, BAT under 30 cents is a buy for sure, just because of the partnership that they have. Got Skycoin. This is Zamp's coin, apparently. 32 bucks on the day, up 35%. You know, Zamp, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was redoing some more reading on it. It sounds pretty fucking cool what Skycoin is doing. It sounds really cool. That's one thing about TCR that it kind of sucks is that we look at the coin very fast and we have to make a split decision. Um, I still don't think it's a buy at $32 because you don't want to buy an all-time high, but that could totally backfire on me. So you guys do what you want to do on Skycoin. But me personally, I'm not going to buy it at $32. Once it gets below $20, if it takes a dip, which doesn't look like it's going to, but if it dips again, I'll wait for it to dip. And if it dips, that's when I'll buy some Skycoin. But um, it sounds like you can do your own mining with some sky miners. It's it's a pretty interesting project. I'm I really want to do a show on it, maybe in a couple of weeks, depending if you guys want it or not. It looks cool, man. It looks really cool. It's probably one of the coolest projects I've seen that come out to come out this year. Because uh, I was looking at it, looking at it today at work, and I was like, man, this is pretty neat. Anyway, I just need to do some more research on it. We got Loop Ring at fifty cents. Uh, we got Nebulous at six dollars and two cents. We got. Loom Network at $0.40. Cents. We got Elastos at $39. Got Polymath at $0.74. Cents. Monocoin at $3.35. Bancor. Dang, Bancor has been staying in the top 100 for a while now. $3.90. We got uh, Kyber Network at $1.42. We got Hubai Token at $3.76. We got Redcoin at six tenths of a cent. We got Funfair at $0.03. Cents. Oh, no, Funfair. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Funfair is taking a major hit today. Oh, that pains me. That pains me. This is one coin that it reminds me of like a little helpless puppy. Oh, man. Three... It can never get a break, Funfair. You can never get a break, Funfair. Yeah, I mean, man, Funfair hasn't gotten a break in a while. Hopefully it will. It's a good coin. It's a good, solid coin. And I think what the company's doing is everything's solid around it. They're, it's not just vaporware. They're actually building out stuff, you know. They're hustling, man. It just can't can't catch a break. But uh, it's, it's, good. it's a good coin, man. Funfair is a good coin. It's a project I definitely would support. Um we got Substratum at forty-one cents. Dragon Chain at sixty-six cents. We got Storm at three cents. Factum at seventeen dollars. Nice. Got Holo at one tenth of a cent, up four percent. Uh oh, this is interesting. 
Holo, one-tenth of a cent. It's called Hot, up 7% today. Oh, it looks like we got a climb here. Looks like we got a climb here, ladies and gentlemen. Just came out here in May. How many coins do you got? Okay, 133 trillion. Uh, that doesn't help. Uh, total supply right now is 177, tr or total supply would be 177. Market cap is at 157 million. Ah, that would be interesting to see where that goes. Hmm. Hollow. Okay. Uh, we got Kencoin at one thousandth of a tenth, uh, and Electronium at nine or at a penny. Actually, man, they broke the one hundred. Pretty cool. That's it for Coin Market Cap. That's it. That's all we got. But it's not it because we're going to be talking about Coin Market Cap here in our main topic. I know there's a lot of stuff that people don't realize that actually goes on behind the scenes at Coin Market Cap. You'd be surprised of some of the stories that have come out. Now, a lot of this stuff is probably factual, probably not. I do want to preface that right away and tell you that I looked at everything. I tried to scrub the web as much as I could about coin market cap, but there's really not a lot, a lot out there. Just the stuff that um, sticks, you know? So we're going to talk about it today. We're going to discuss it. Coinmarketcap.com coming up in our main topic. Starting now. I'm draped up and dripped. I know what I'm talking about. Three in the morning, getting again out the stairs. Spot fire up a fence. We turning on the bulb lights. Hand on the wood, great ass on the top. Draped up and dripped. I know what I'm talking about. Three in the morning, getting again out the stairs. Spot fire up a fence. We turning on the bulb lights. Hand on the wood, great ass on the top. Draped up and dripped, I know what I'm talking about. Three in the morning, getting again out the stairs. Spot fire up a fence, we turning on the bulb lights. Hand on the wood grain, ass on the tight white. Showing naked ass in the great state of Texas. Home of the player, so it never be no flexes. So long we've been waiting, never ever hating. In Houston, we elbows and Cali, they dating. So 1996, you hoes better duck because the world gon' drip candy and be all screwed up. Just pop in your great cassette, turn up your fucking deck, lend me your ear because the south side been a wreck. Dying here with smoke tree, then let the world see true hidden talent like screw and Lakiki. Ain't no love for haters and you busted dick suckers. On the south side, we stand paid, motherfucker. Motherfucking deal. DJ screw on this motherfucker, know what I'm saying? Nigga just started this slowed up shit, know what I'm saying? In the motherfucking studio with my nigga, the drink baby, know what I'm talking about? Know what I'm saying? Tight eyes. Zero. Screwed up entertainment. Red shot records. Putting it down, baby. Since we want big city, it's every seal for the From the dirty 
ain't no roach in you Just feed your football to the brim and have a toast I don't wanna do I told you there's a 31 year old computer programmer and his name is Brandon Chez and he's in charge of the data on Bitcoin and hundreds of other cryptocurrencies. One guy. A digital frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information as they move through the computer. What did they look like? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. Well, interesting enough, Brandon Chess has done a very good job of hiding his identity on the web. I've searched for him. I've looked for him try to find anything I can on it. There's nothing. Scrub the web. There's nothing there other than a couple articles. It's like he's a ghost. Ghost in a machine. Now, it wasn't until an unexpected impact happened on January 7th when CoinMarketCap.com decided to remove trading activity from South Korean exchanges from its price quote algorithms. The reasons are because the prices that were significantly and persistently higher in other countries, to some, it seemed the Korean trades were artificially inflating the price of Bitcoin. Without the South Korean bids and offers embedded in the coin market cap listings, prices on the site fell. The price of cryptocurrency, XRP, for example, went from $3.40 to $2.60 in one sharp move. Yet little is known about how this site operates. These are the things that worry people. They worry me when I read them. It's good to know what's going on because every face out there in crypto can't be trusted. Serious, it can't be trusted. We are way too early and there's way too much money being involved for any of these sites to be trusted. It's the truth. Now let's get into the fraudulent claims. There's a growing consensus of people that effectively believe that coin market cap is killing off coins as it see fit. Kill. Yeah. Kill. You may be asking, how does it kill? How does coin market cap kill a coin? It removes its circulating supply 
to a very low number and keeps it there for a prolonged period. As the coin lowers and lowers in the rankings, daily volume on the coin dies until such a time that it is zero. This leads to exchanges delisting the coin and the ecosystem being entirely dead after a period of time. There's plenty of evidence of coin communities complaining and coin creators begging to update their information with no luck. Coin market cap literally decides which coin lives and which coin dies. But that's not just where it stops. There's more. Also is another concern of bribery. Coin market cap officials and other nefarious behaviors could very obviously be exploited. What if one coin paid a handsome sum to make sure a competitor would have a lower market cap? How do you make them have a lower market cap? That's right, you update the circulating supply to what the real numbers are and instead show an arbitrary number of their choosing. Manipulation. The coin market cap can manipulate data in any way it wants. Another area of concern is the outdated and incorrect information of many coins listed on the coin market cap. Links being broken, unresponsive, wrong daily volumes, differing circulating supplies are just some of the additional problems that ring alarm bells with us. There's also a backlash. Some say the issues may be due to incompetence in the team or limited resources. Traders are upset. This is what they say. The user is the product. The ads are the moneymaker. There are backroom deals and much more happening beyond the scenes the public doesn't know about. scary. I know. Doesn't mean it's real. I'm just informing you, the traitor. At the end of the day, on January 8th, when Brandon Chez decided to remove all those South Korean exchanges, he did so knowing there would be a backlash. People would be upset. The Wall Street Journal pinned him as the culprit. Chez didn't publicly announce the change either. He just did it instantly driving down the value of cryptocurrencies. At the end of the day, CoinMarketCap.com is the most centralized piece in all of crypto. It would be very optimistic to say that this same thing won't happen again, but honestly, CoinMarketCap.com can do whatever the fuck it wants. And that's our main topic for today. CoinMarketCap.com. Let's get on to the end of the show. Spinning circles slept on the floor In your house wearing on my mind On acid blown smoke into the rays of sun Coming in through the blinds Is your heart too big for it to ever be broken? 
blistering fingers Playing broken instruments as we wait for our curse to end Leave my head, I'll pretend you're dead and never talk to you again Is your heart too big for you to know that it's broken? As we head into this dark season of red, everybody needs to absolutely make sure that you're doing your own research. Go out there and learn, study, look at everything, be everything. If you're not looking at it 68 ways from Sunday, you're gonna be badly mistaken when you follow somebody else's advice. But remember this, buy Bitcoin, save the world. See you next week. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to your podcast with Carl Gonzalez. Remember, your podcast is not financial advice. Everything Carl said likely won't.